0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Hello everybody and welcome tonight to tonight's edition of Students for a Better Future Radio. I'm your host, Doreen Finkel, and we are live. Once again, hello, everybody, and welcome to tonight's edition of Students for a Better Future Radio, um, the radio station that is sponsored by the 501c3 nonprofit, studentsforbetterfuture.com. And I believe this is close to episode number 350. Um, Wow. And we are out there, yes, uh, we have accomplished something like 67,000 downloads and listens on the Internet. Um, So, folks, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to us, and we're bringing great episodes to you. Um, We want to get the truth out, right, Ruben? Correct, Um, yeah. Well,
2: that's what we're striving
1: for. Right. That's exactly what we're striving for, and uh, folks, I do want to mention Um, to please take a moment to go to the 501c3 nonprofit. And remember, we are running an essay contest called Tipping Point. Um, The registration will open soon. Um, And uh, the first uh, essay contest is about the national debt. Um, And I believe the suggested fee to sponsor a student is $40. But if, you know, we are allowing co-sponsors um, and also if you want to sponsor two students, you can do that, two or three or four. Um, and you're going to be connected to the student that you sponsor. So you can go directly to the website on that. And, um, also, uh, we do have uh, some great episodes coming up, including this one tonight, of course. Um, we're going to, tonight we're actually going to be talking about, um, great people. These are people who actually go beyond the norm to go the extra mile to try to make things right in this country. Um, and before I introduce our guest, um, I do want to mention that episodes, um, we're going to bring on the great voice of Ann Wolf. She is a singer, songwriter, and um, by the way, she also does a lot for the vets. She, she raises money and does concerts and all that um and we're going to be featuring her voice and we also are going to be talking about immigration with Michael Cutler. He's a Fox News contributor. We have some great things coming up Ruben. Um and too I want to mention uh the fact that um uh we want to bring up some current events and I do want to mention the fact that Paul Ryan might step into the to the fact and and take over the leadership of the house. And Ruben I want to get your opinion on that one. Are you there, Ruben? Okay, I think we might have lost. Yeah, Ruben. I'm here
2: I'm here. I'm working oh, okay. on a couple of guests Doreen, I'm working on a couple of guests that uh I will be announcing uh, probably next week.
1: Okay. Um I, I want you to share your thought a minute about Paul Ryan. Well, he wants to Paul jump into Ryan, the fact that and yeah,
2: right. Paul Ryan initially uh I would say about a couple of years ago uh when he became um the VP candidate I was very happy with him. I, I I thought he was basically one of the future uh uh had a great future as as a as a president of the United States on candidate for the uh, position of, of of the president so, the United States, but I think in the last uh, in the last two years after the uh, after the elections were lost, I think that he became more more of an, an individual that wanted to please the Democrats, and he has gone all away from his principles, which were the conservative principles, and as of today, I find him to be someone that I could not support. A Speaker of the House. We do not need another Boehner, Boehner, or whatever you want to call him, which is some something that I can, I feel that he, Paul Ryan can turn into. So, I'm, I'm, I, my personal opinion is that Paul Ryan is not the right person for the Speaker of the House, right now.
1: Right. So, so what you're saying we need a, uh, somebody a um, little bit of an outsider. Um, we need we'll, we'll the for
2: we need someone who's going to not just go along with the Democrats. uh we need someone who's going to stick to the principles on no no amnesty uh taking care of our bets, not providing hundred and fifty billion dollars or whatever that amount was to Iran, not agreeing with whatever the president of the United States the current president wants to go along with. Uh, we need someone who's going to be out there saying, no, no, we need to do this. And we in the House, we control the purse. We need mm. to take care of that. And mm. we're not going to allow you to dictate what, what we need to do. We need someone who, who has right. some component.
1: Um, and speaking of uh, taking care of our vets, um, that's a, our main topic tonight. Uh, I'm going to bring on Charlene Jones. Um, she's with us right now. She's the president and the co-founder of an organization called Operation Warriors Foundation, Incorporated. Um, and Charlene, can you hear me? I can. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dory. Um, I want to ask you, Charlene, uh, well, actually a couple things. Can you give us a little bit of of
0: background about yourself? Sure. Um, I am, well, I was a military wife. My husband recently retired from the military due to medical issues. Um, He served 12 years, and we um, we had a lot of... uh, Fun together through our his military service, and we're very patriotic people and um, we decided in two thousand and twelve that we were going to start a foundation called Operation Warriors Foundation, and we have been doing well with it um, i one of one of the things that I like to do is um I run in a pageant system, the Mrs. America pageant system it's a great system for married women um I'm in the Washington Preliminary to the Mrs. America for Washington State, and um, with, that, with the title that I hold as Mrs. Olympia, um, I'm able to reach out and raise awareness for our veterans and for heart health and some other charities that, that I'm interested in. Um, the veterans, of course, are a very dear part of my life, they're very uh, close to my heart, so um, they're they're one of the ones that I raise the most awareness for. Uh, Ruben,
1: uh, Ruben yeah. had uh, mentioned something before the show. Do you want to tell her, Ruben?
2: Well, I I think Charlene, I was looking at your profile and reading uh, your your whole profile, and and you and and Doreen could be sisters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. but a, a lot of similarities uh, When I'm looking at Doreen I'm looking at you
0: Kindred spirits I would uh-huh. say You,
1: you are I'm a sorry? younger version of me Charlene That's <laughs> a good thing I. Um, he was making comparisons Yes we both <laughs> run a non-profit You with the military And, and me with the students um, and and our husbands are involved in in some way. Mine is a silent partner in Students for a Better Future. Um, awesome. but go ahead. Uh, um and Charlene, can, can you also um, give us a little bit of background about the group? Well, um, your mission statement and and whatnot.
0: Our mission statement is basically to provide food and resources outside of our reach um, because a lot of times there are resources that veterans need that we may not necessarily have but we can find for them. Um, And just to remind those service members and those veterans that they're not forgotten and that their sacrifices are important to us. In 2014, 25% of our military families had to rely on food aid uh, which means about 900,000 veterans actually live on food stamps and about 5,000 act- active-duty personnel are also recipients of food stamps. Um, 900,000 of our veterans rely on federal or state housing assistance, and there's about 60,000 veterans who are homeless right now. Um, these people need housing resources. They need Employment resources that they, they just don't know are out there, like realwarriors.net, maketheconnection.net, vetsresource.org, vets uh, mental health resources, they need those. Um, and we want to be able to provide some of those websites and some of those phone numbers for the veterans and the service members so that they can meet the needs of their families. They can even get legal uh help if they're if they go to the uh, americanbar.org website, they can get pro bono help uh from some uh legal professionals. So our objective is just to remind them that they've not been forgotten and that they we will do what we can to find resources to help them get to where they need to be. Our foundation oh. primarily deals with food. Uh we we give food or we give food cards that are specifically only to be used for food. They can't be used for cigarettes and they can't be used for alcohol because we know that some of our veterans struggle. Um, uh, we don't give cash. We don't pay for fuel. We don't pay bills. But we'll try to help them find other resources that are available to do those things for them.
2: Uh, wow. for Charlene? Charlene, your organization is doing a wonderful, wonderful job and and, and I really admire your dedication to it, but it's a shame that we have an administration, a government, that is not taking care of of our heroes, of individuals that have sacrificed their families, everything to defend Mm -hmm. our country. And there's no excuse when we give Money to illegals. We give money to other countries. We give money to everyone else, but not our not our military personnel that needs to be taken care of. There, that's. I mean, how, how could anyone, how could anyone in the military vote for this party that is currently in power? When they do not have the same desire to help them.
0: I think I think for a lot of people it's not just one particular party. This has been going on since before the Vietnam War. Um the the political aspect of things are completely set aside when when these soldiers go off to war. There's and one of the things that I notice is that people are not able to separate the soldier from the politics involved in what they have to go and do um and i think that a lot of times when people vote and i hate to say this but it's really the lesser of two evils (laughs) who's who's, going to be the lesser of two evils so politically speaking i think that that when people have been put in a position where they're they're in need for so long when somebody comes along and makes promises um I think that it's only natural that they would lean towards that person, regardless of what political party they're with or what administration. I think this is something that's been going on long before our current administration. Um, But I also think that we have the, as students, I am a student, so even at 45 I'm a student, so I believe as students we have an opportunity to educate ourselves and exercise our right to vote and to be able to change the future for the better.
2: Right, but under under this yeah. administration the BA, the VA has actually done the worst in administering the help and providing the support and help for our vets. Mm-hmm. We have seen numerous, numerous cases of individuals that have had two or more years waiting to be serviced. That's that's totally not Something that should be coming from an administration that supposedly we have a vice president that his son was in the military
0: mm-hmm. he be
2: an advocate for it
0: of yeah. course yeah. and i think I think that's where groups like the v f w come in because they're great at helping our veterans get through the v a system um, i right. and and I will agree that some of there are some challenges to the system but we also have to remind our veterans that it's okay to step forward and to go and get those benefits and to push forward even when it doesn't look like it's possible to to get those benefits. I think that they need that extra encouragement and and be reminded that, you know, they are worthy of of those benefits and and have somebody help them through them. It's it can be a very complicated and and challenging uh, venture for, for a veteran, especially those who have served in combat who have other challenges that they have to handle. Um, but I think that's where groups like mine and groups like the the VFW and the American Legion and uh, Real Warriors and uh, NAMI.org and uh, Veterans Crisis Lines, I think that, that that's where these groups become extremely valuable. And, and oh, of course. Has, because they're nonprofits, they need that help to be able to help our veterans. Oh no,
1: yeah. I, I totally um,
0: agree. Sh- yeah, Charlene, I want to ask you now.
1: Suppose I'm a vet and um, I come to you for help. Um, let's say I need food. Okay, do you direct me to somebody who can help, or do you well, actually go ahead? Th- there's,
0: there's, we're we're bound at. Current currently, last year we were bound only to the area of California, except that somebody donates money and and directs it to a specific state. Um, so if somebody call if somebody called me and said, "Hey, Charlene, I want to donate fifty dollars for groceries for a veteran in Maine," then we would set that money aside for a veteran in Maine that would need that money. Last year we any any income that came in went to our California veterans. Now we have expanded to Washington State. So now we have two states where we can go and give food. Um, but if we have um, donations that are directed potentially to a different state, then we have no problem sending uh, food cards to other states. If we can't, if we get a phone call from a veteran, from another state who needs help, then we will do our best to contact a local church or synagogue. Um, we will try to find uh, local pantries in their area, um, and just try to find the resources for them, because oftentimes they don't know about them, um, and sometimes they don't have the internet to try to find them, and there's not a whole lot of guidance for them to find the what the things that meet their needs so we do what we can if we can um, but i i hate to say no to anybody so i tend to go above and beyond and my my guys kind of give me crap about it yeah. <laughs> so
1: yeah um and, well, and, how, and also, can, uh, go ahead Ruben.
2: i uh, just so quick to like get program. the next one Well, how 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 big is your staff i mean is this something that Basically, uh, you're doing job or do you have a, a significant, or uh, what type of staff do you have to provide well, all
0: the? Let Let me start by saying our staff is really actually made up of a group of volunteers. There is no one in our group in our foundation who gets paid for what we do. My husband and I foot the bill for our overhead. Um, and that way we can get all of the the uh, money and the food that comes in directly back out to our veterans. Um, our, we have about four people in California who take care of our California area, and then we have our models for our calendar who also do volunteer work for us. Uh, we, we have teenagers come and help us out uh, so that they can get their hours. Um sometimes they come once, sometimes they come many times. We have our board of three three of us um and we have i mean my son is a is a volunteer. some of his friends will come and volunteer. We have groups like the demolay come and volunteer and the and the job's daughters at times will come and volunteer so our our volunteer force can be very good at times. Um, but nobody gets paid. Okay. So when you say staff, I guess yeah. I guess when I say staff, I consider them staff because they work so hard, but nobody gets paid. Ruben, Ruben, it's funny. It's like
1: strikingly similar to students for a better future. We're, right. we're mm-hmm. basically an okay. all all volunteer.
0: Yeah. um
1: You know, do do we have a small board? Yes. Um, but uh, we get a lot of overwhelmingly. Um, uh, responsive volunteers who wanted to, um, you know, help in education and, you know, try mm-hmm. to uh, put curriculum together and and whatnot, um, you know. So I, I kind of uh, know what Char- what Charlene is going through. Um, yeah, we could know. we could never
0: do what we do. Any five hundred one c three could never do what we do without our volunteers. Our volunteers are amazing. We have, for Operation Warriors Foundation, we have veterans from the Vietnam War. We have uh, former firefighters, um, Fred and Gail. Um, These are all amazing people who will put their time out there and will put their hearts out there. We have pageant girls who help us out. I know Mrs. Lakewood helps us out and... um, Mrs. Hoquiam up here in, in Washington State. We have pageant girls from California because it's such a. Um, the, our, our veterans are a big thing for them. It's it's deep in their heart to to help them, and many of them actually are either related or connected somehow, with our veterans. Um, we do a lot of, um, toys and school supplies in California. We could never do that stuff, without our without our volunteers. Our volunteers are amazing. Yeah,
1: uh, Charlene, now I want to ask you. Um, you mentioned you did the calendar. Um, mm-hmm. The 2015 calendar is already out, correct?
0: The 2015 mm-hmm. calendar is is already out. It's actually sold out. We have started our 2016, and that will start. Those will come available probably the the first week of December, unless you pre-order them. If you pre-order them, they then you will get them probably a week to 2 weeks prior. Okay, um folks
1: and uh Charlene has this listed on her website. Um yep. and a uh, great idea to do the the calendars. Um you, you know, did you guys did you think of that idea because you're into the uh modeling and all that or we Just came the, to you. the
0: girls, yeah, the girls that participate in our calendar are girls over the age of twenty five they're um they're not super petite we don't we don't focus on particularly how they're what size they are or how they look. We believe all women are beautiful, um and we've had some absolutely gorgeous women um who have come onto our calendar. Uh, one of our women is in her 50s and she is absolutely beautiful. We have another girl who's in her 20s, another beautiful woman. All of them are accomplished women. They all have something in their life that they have overcome or that, that they have achieved. They're, and they're just incredible women, all connected to the military somehow, whether they're close friends or whether they're family. Um, Our guys who also appear in our calendars uh, also honor our veterans, and some of them were veterans um, or are veterans. So the calendar is usually a pretty big deal. Um, We're able to feed our veterans probably for about three months sometimes on what we get out of the, the calendar. We also are currently doing a food drive in Washington State and um, I believe we have one going on in California. Um, we have our um, our toys going on for California as well. We just finished school supplies in California. We have our... Um, we have a shoebox Christmas surprise pajama party that we're doing for military children coming up, and we're working with... The Limeberry in Yelm, with for that, and we have some amazing sponsors for that. Um, we have some of the the local restaurants are participating. A massage therapist is participating. Um, just a lot of different stuff for the kids and for the adults when when they come. So 40 kids, well, 40 military kids that are low income will get the opportunity to come out to Yelm, Limeberry in Yelm. Uh, December 12th, and have a good time. And we might have the firemen there, and um, they're going to watch a movie and do some crafts. So that will be a lot of fun. Um, I think that some of our pageant girls will be there. Um, We also have – what else do we have going on? We have our – we have our Yankee Candles fundraiser going on, too. So if you all are looking for something to give for Christmas, that's that's uh, nice. We have the Yankee Candles going on, and that can be found on our website as well. So we do we do a um, lot of different stuff. Yeah.
1: Can, can you tell me, um, is there, like, one um, veteran that might stand out where – maybe his or her story uh, just stands out in your mind that you can
0: share with us? Um, well, one of our volunteers, Bob, is, um, we call him Cowboy Bob. He served in the the, Viet, in the Vietnam War, uh, saw a lot of harsh things, and um, since then he, he does horse therapy, so he spends a lot of time with the horses at a ranch in california uh doc Livingston's ranch um, and um he his healing has been amazing with that ranch, and he volunteers for us and and i I believe that that volunteer opportunity helps him to overcome some of the the memories and and stuff that he has um He's a really great guy um pretty amazing actually he has a heart of gold we give his shirt off his back to somebody who needs it um and he's just been a part of our our lives for probably three years now, and he's just amazing just amazing i would I would tell you about some of our veterans, but unfortunately we not unfortunately fortunately, we are bound by their privacy so um, that's not a right. whole lot I can right. say right. about them. Right, yet. no, uh,
1: I know. Um But we have also, we have okay. we have
0: amazing vets.
1: Um folks, there are callers on the line. Uh if you'd like to ask a question, um you know, please go ahead and do so. Um you know, don't be shy, we don't bite. <laughs> um but also, since we're on this topic, um, can, can you also tell us what Shoebox Christmas is? I saw it on your website. Is that
0: is yes? The, shoe, the Shoebox Christmas surprise is where we bring those forty children. We're working with the Limeberry and Yelm, and we're going to bring forty children into the Limeberry, and we're going to have a little party, Christmas party, uh, like a pajama party. All the kids will come in their pajamas, and everybody will be in their pajamas. Uh, Limeberry is a frozen yogurt place. They're amazing people that run that place. Um, um, Lori Tudor is uh, the woman who is who is working with us for this. She's just incredible. She's an incredible lady. Um, and what we're doing is we're forming, we're bringing in a, a bunch of different donors who, I believe, we have Burger King. I believe we have Papa Murphy's from Yum. I believe we have. Um, oh, there's just so many of them that are helping us out on this one um, we're we're going to bring all the kids in and there's, they're going to have a little shoe box filled with, with gifts um, and these gifts are going to be for them they're going to get to do a couple of crafts and they're going to get to watch a, a movie with us I think we're doing the Polar Bear Express and then the the, I think the firemen are coming, and I think they're bringing Santa. I'm not for sure, but I think we might have a Santa sighting there that night. So that's, that's That what sounds the like fun. It is. is. Uh, this is going to be our first year doing it, and we're really excited about it. Yeah, it really sounds cool.
1: Um, go ahead, Ruben, do you want to ask?
0: Yeah, have you seen a
2: difference in in regards to the the vets that are coming for help are they getting younger and younger or or has it been steady with older vets or you know what's what's the range of age for these vets that are coming and desperately needing your help and, and other organizations
0: we have a wide range of people who come to us for help i don't think um we we couldn't exclude our young vets and we certainly couldn't exclude exclude our older vets um it's such a wide age range from i mean as young as 20, 20 to 50, 60, 70 it's it's such a huge ra- range of of age that you just can't pinpoint or or put put uh an average on it Right, but has
2: um, since you've been doing this has 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 it been increasingly gone towards more younger vets, or has you seen it be consistent one way or the other?
0: Um, I think it's been pretty consistent um with with all we're getting more young young folks, and I think okay. that that's just because they're they're joining young and and realizing I mean it's great they get jobs the military is providing jobs for them and we we think that's wonderful but oftentimes some of these guys are coming in at 23 27 30 and they've got four kids and they came because they need the work because there's there's not a whole lot of employment wherever they are and they just want to provide for their families so sometimes it's Pretty difficult to do that when you're going in as as a a PV one uh, private and yeah. and you've got four kids and and not a whole lot of money to work with. Okay. So we do yeah, see a lot it of sounds, kids. Um, this sounds very interesting,
1: um, folks. We got to go to a commercial break right now. Um, Charlene, hang on the line. We'll be back in three minutes.
0: Okay. Bye. Hi.
1: Do you want to help a college kid earn money to pay for their tuition, or even give one a chance to go to school? Perhaps you could be a sponsor in our upcoming national essay contest called Tipping Point. Yes, that's right, Tipping Point. Hmm. What is that? Hmm, I'm thinking right here. I'm Doreen Finkel, the CEO of studentsforbetterfuture.com, and we're organizing the contest. The registration begins for the students November 1st and ends March 1st, and you know what? Not a day or two later, because that's cheating. It is an essay contest in which students, between the ages of 18 and 25, who are attending a two- and four-year university, well, they're going to have to write a 1,500-word essay on the national debt, And no less students, because we're going to run that through the word counter of Microsoft Word, and it doesn't include the little words like of and that and there. So, folks, oh, and I forgot to mention the contest for the students is free to enter. So here it goes. Do you really want to help a college student? Well, how about it? Okay, sponsoring one student can give him as much as five hundred off his tuition. And as simple as this, we do sponsor one student, or maybe two, three, or four. All you got to do is forty dollars per student. So let's think about it. Sounds cool, doesn't it? And Five hundred dollars is a big deal when your tuition is way over ten thousand, and you know what? Those bills just keep mountain and mountain and mountain. So, hmm, oh, and let me mention this, no donation is too small. You donate $20, or $10, or $5, or anything less than the $40, you can join with another sponsor, and you become a co-sponsor. So simple as that, anybody who donates to the contest will sponsor a student. And what's even more fantastic is that you will be able to see the work of the student who you Sponsored on our website at the end of the contest. They will be posted on studentsforabetterfuture.com backslash essay. Studentsforabetterfuture.com backslash essay. Any money you give us is tax deductible because the group is a 501c3 nonprofit. So you can write it off on your taxes. We are also verified by Uncle Sam on sam.gov. How much more can you get? So go ahead, become a sponsor to the contest, and you can go to the website at gofundme.com backslash tipping point. That's gofundme.com backslash tipping point. I'm Doreen Finkel, CEO of studentsforbetterfuture.com, and let's do it. Um we are chatting with uh Charlene Jones. She is Hi, the do you founder. Want to of... the Sorry here. about that folks. Um she is the founder of Operation Warriors Foundation. Um welcome back to everybody. Uh and Charlene is a military wife and a mother of three. Um and Charlene, uh now I do want to ask you, is there anything in, in your life that Made you want to do this, or something you know that stood out, you know that said, hey, I got to get up and do something about this.
0: Well, you I know, initially the, started out as a family readiness group leader um, for 57th transportation um, for my husband's unit, and it gave me a lot of pleasure to help the the soldiers out um and prepare them for deployment and take care of their families and send them stuff. Um so that was a that was a really great starter for me. And that's where I actually started having that heart to provide for those families and and those soldiers. Um and then that branched off into helping with the Blue Star Moms in California. They're an amazing bunch of women. Uh, at the time, Julie Ramirez was the president. She was amazing. She did a great job with the Blue Star Moms. The Blue Star Moms were fabulous people. Those are the ladies um, whose sons or daughters are deployed, and they do a lot of of work to help send packages, care packages over to their to their um, their service members. So, I think I started. I think my heart started this. Before we actually decided that we were going to do this, um, so I think that's how we got our start. Um, just having that patriotic heart for our families and for our military service members, and and it just carried on and and it got stronger. And there's a lot of red tape for the 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 family ready, readiness groups. They can only um, they can only get money through certain in certain areas, through certain groups. Uh, so there's a lot of limitations. So my husband and I decided that we were going to become a nonprofit and open, I mean, we have red tape. It's just different red tape than what we used to have. Um, but it's better red tape now. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah.
1: And um, you're also a mother of three. So h-
0: how do you juggle your schedule? Well, I have a beautiful 23-year-old daughter in Canada. She lives in Canada with her children and her other half. And so she's out on her own, um, living strong. And my other daughter goes to school in Oklahoma, and she lives with her grandparents while she's out there. Uh, she's about to go to college. Uh, and my son lives with me, um, and he's he is... So awesome, he puts his heart into everything he likes to volunteer um he's a leader in just about every group that he's part of so having and my husband he's he's absolutely a part of this foundation every bit of the way I mean the man is amazing with paperwork, so my family actually does a lot of um participation and support with us um so that that this is successful, so that we can reach out to those veterans who need us. So, this and, and I do go to school, but I go to school online. I'm blessed to have that opportunity to go to school online. Um, it was very difficult as a military spouse to uh, be concerned about a, a PCS, which is permanent change of station, and and be at a, a an actual building. To go to school, so I found that being online was a little bit easier, and I could apply for scholarships like my CAA. A lot of spouses don't know about that, but it's a great scholarship program. Um, So I I go to school online. I work uh, up at King County at the courthouse. I have our foundation. Uh, But I don't do any of this alone. I have an an amazing family who helps me with that. My children, since the day we started doing this, have been volunteers. They bring their friends in to volunteer. So I don't do this alone. I could never do any of this alone. I, I solely am so grateful to all of my volunteers. So, I mean, my family and our volunteers and our friends, they all work with me um, to make this happen. This is, this is totally not a one woman show. I promise you. (laughs)
1: Right. Right. It's good to have a supportive family. You Mm -hmm. you know, um, even myself, you know, my husband being a silent partner, he's there, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and my family too, you you know, they support me in in any way. So, you know, I, I guess if, uh, if uh we didn't have that support it would be very difficult mhm you know Absolutely. because i know I some right because i know some in fact i even know some marriages who have split up because the one person was very active in the tea party and the other one uh just didn't go for the activeness you know so yeah you really do have standing, to have
0: that unity
1: yeah, you do the the family yeah. foundation behind you. Yeah. Um Absolutely. Go ahead, Ruben, are you there?
2: Yeah, I'm still here. I'm I'm listening I'm enjoying uh this wonderful wonderful interview we're, we're having with Charlene and uh the the amount of work and the volunteers. I mean, this is this is this is what 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 America is all about. Absolutely. People, people uh, uh,
1: Charlene, uh, do you right do you put in a lot of hours per day uh, on this, or you know, for, what's do. your time devoted? Yeah.
0: Um, uh huh. Well, as as I'm going in, I'm going back to work, uh, back up at King County, and so I spend. There's not enough hours in the day to do everything that we do, so some stuff gets put off to the next day, and other stuff gets passed to somebody else. Um, but we. Our days are full. Um, I mean, you can't... I don't know how we fit everything in, but some somehow with the support that we have and the team that we have, it's just amazing. Amazing. Um, like I said, we have our California team, and they're amazing people who do... They work hard for us. They, they're they there to pick up the toys and drop them off where they need to go. They're there for, to pick up the food and drop off food and... If we get furniture to take it right over to the veteran, or to take the veteran to it, or you know, we just have—it's—it's it's so amazing. If it—it it works in amazing ways.
1: Yeah, um, it, it, it's something you, you know. And speaking of the time, you, you know, I, I know from our nonprofits, I, I mean. I'm doing it every day, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you know, and so are the volunteers around here. Yeah. You know, be, because because we enjoy doing it, number one, you know. Mm-hmm. Number two is um even though our angle's a little different, um, you know, the education system is really screwed up. Mm-hmm. You know, and um this is our first time we were able to do something and offer offer a contest you know so um so i know the the ropes about kind of running a nonprofit um yeah. you know you know but if you like doing it you're going to get somewhere yeah. we because love you're going to keep doing it
0: yeah we love what we do and and although it seems like there's not enough hours in the day uh, i mean my 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 volunteers all tell me you know you need to slow down and i have taken some of their their advice a little bit and um, allowed other people to take on some things for me, so that I could be freed up to do other things. Um, but I mean, when you love doing, it, this is my passion. This is this is my legacy. Um, this is I I hope that this continues on way beyond my years um, because our veterans need to know that they are cared for and that they're not forgotten. So um, it's really about having that support system and and listening to the people that are around you when they say, hey, you need to take a break. Let me take this. Um, I'm blessed to have that. I am completely blessed to have that. Um, A lot of people don't have that.
1: uh, Yeah, and you know, Charlene, um, you know, I I know when I was growing up, um, I'll tell you the story, you know, because... I'm just a little bit older than you, and um, you know I know that when the Vietnam vets came back, um, I saw how unappreciated they were,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: you know what some what our country did to them, and that kind of left a mark on me, you know, yeah. and and something like that it, it should never be. Whether what right. you agree about sending the vets to war or not. You know, if you don't agree, you you should never take it out on somebody who's going to serve your country like that. I agree. You know, and and, and, and I grew up
0: with a hole in my heart when,
1: when those mm-hmm. guys came back when I saw what the people did to them. Mhm. You know?
0: I think a lot of times people just can't separate the politics from the people and and that's where we run into the ignorance of hearing people say, "Oh, they're baby killers," or "Oh, they're this," and "Oh, they're that," and and they don't, you know, those, they, they don't really, necessarily take the time, to see that, they're going to do the job that they agreed to do. We have an all volunteer military. We are probably the only country, who has an all volunteer country, an all volunteer military, that does as well as we actually do um, and and I think a lot of times although our leadership may not make the greatest decisions we forget that the, the people that are being sent over are not the people that they need to be blaming so yes. I think and people do, just don't understand that
1: hold on Ruben we do have a caller who wants to ask a question caller 760 you're on the line
2: Hi, Doreen, and hi, Charlene, and I don't have a question. I just wanted to say
1: thank you and God bless you for all that you do. I'm a 76-year-old veteran and a son of a World War II KIA, and and I can tell you that uh, veterans and their families pay a price, and it's a big one, and uh, we can never repay that debt of gratitude, and God bless you for the work you're doing, and I just wanted to say thank you.
0: Thank you so Here much,
1: you go, Charlene. Uh, go ahead, Ruben.
2: I, I I wanted to say I know I I, I find everything to be pol- uh, political and and when I wa- I was watching the debate the Democratic debate and not one mention about our vets mention about free food, free tuition, free everything. Not one mention about the vets. Republican uh debates Ted Cruz brought up about uh, our vets the sacrifice so that 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 shows that that should show the American people who's really for the vets
1: Mhm Mhm Yeah
2: that's all I, I had to say
1: Yeah well well we all should you know whether we agree um Before going to war or not, you you should never take it out on the vet himself or herself. You're right. And and that's where, um, you know, some people have had a a problem with, you know, and particularly like, you know, when I mentioned the Vietnam vets, you know, um, when they came back, I mean, I was a little younger than them, but I – kind of grasp what was going on and when I saw how, how they were treated mm-hmm. it just blew my mind away because here, here these were, they, they didn't have, many of them didn't have a choice to go or not or they were just doing it because they thought it was their duty to do that, you know mm-hmm. and, um, and, I, and I remember um, in the 70s they finally built a wall for our servicemen who died mm-hmm. you know um, but You know, that was only after the fact when they came home, you know, many of them were spit on and, and, you know. Right. And and I saw that on TV, you know. And and I'm like, what are you people doing? I mean, regardless of your politically how you felt, whether they went or not, you know, you you Mm -hmm. shouldn't be really spitting on them and and treating them like trash like that.
0: Right, because there is... the reality is is that the sacrifices that they make allow us the opportunity to have the opinions that we have, otherwise we wouldn't have those opinions. We would be a country where we would be silenced so uh, and and it's unfortunate that it has to be that way um, but again uh, really, unless you've been over there unless you know what actually has seen with your own eyes what is going on over there, then you can never judgment on somebody who's been over there because you don't know what they've been through and you don't know what they've seen and and sometimes they see some atrocities that they don't don't have any involvement in and that they're not allowed to have involvement in sometimes they and and they come back with the p t s d and they come back uh I know General Shirelli worked really hard to um to address the suicide issue and and now we're in a in a a phase of that where we're able to better address it when we see it. We're better able to identify it. There's more opportunities for veterans to, to talk to people um, and talk about, I mean, there are veteran groups that get together during the week and, and those veterans talk about what they went through. And and that's needed because if they don't talk about it, then, then, it, then it eats away inside of them. So, I think that the groups that are stepping forward with these these little small groups of veterans are are absolutely important. Absolutely,
1: um, Charlene. We have just a few minutes left, um, mm-hmm. so I want to see um, do you, in the near future. Do you guys have any
0: set goals or? we do we um our our ultimate goal is to uh we're just starting back up in in Washington um so we want to make Washington prosperous and then potentially move into another state as well um and broaden our our abilities to serve other other states outside of the one that we currently live in um our objective is to we we would like next year to do a comedy show we have some great comedians that come to do shows for us. PJ Walsh was amazing the last time he came and we were able to help uh we we raised about $1000 to help our veterans with their medical costs. Some of our veterans don't um don't necessarily get medical coverage after they get out, but they have those those illnesses and injuries that need to be addressed. So, um we do other stuff like the comedy shows to to help our veterans with different things. So we're we're looking at that. We're looking at maybe doing a a poker run and uh a chili cook-off and some other stuff. So, we have a lot of upcoming stuff. Our next goal is just to to get Washington state to that place where it's self-sufficient and running. We want we need volunteers. We need Donations. We need um, some some positive um, media exposure. The media kind of scares me a little bit because sometimes if it's not smut, they don't want to run it. So we kind of got to be careful there. So
1: um, <laughs> uh-huh. we're thankful
0: that you guys weren't like that. <laughs> so,
2: uh,
0: uh, no. The, uh, no, no, yeah. uh, uh, uh,
2: Charlene. Uh huh. Are you based in King's County in Seattle? I'm sorry. Are you based in King's King County in Seattle?
0: Actually, we're in Thurston County. Um we have our office in Thurston County. We have I work in King County. I don't work in the same county that I okay. live in. That's, okay. That's that's good. <laughs> so h- h- so
2: how how's the uh, how receptive because we I believe most people know that the city of Seattle and King's County tends to be very, very liberal and, and very anti, 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 uh, anti, uh, anti-military. That's that's the impression I, I've gotten. Um, what, what, what? How receptive uh, has the politicians and the the people of, of King's County been with with, with your organization?
0: Well, we haven't really experienced any negativity from King County at all. Um we have been again, we're starting out um just since the beginning of this month or the beginning of last beginning of this month. Um so we we haven't really I mean, we've gotten some really good feedback from people, a lot of support um where people want to be involved. Um so I don't I don't think we've experienced any negativity just as of yet. Um we have right. food boxes in uh Pierce County uh at Gertie's um Gertie's Grill, Galloping Gertie's. And we have uh another food box in Yelm at the Cattlemen's and I believe UPS up in Tequila UPS Freight has a box up there that they're they're helping us out with for for food donations. So I think we were I don't think we've really had an issue with negativity through any of the counties here in Washington. I think it's actually been pretty good for for a response. Yeah,
1: um, ho- hold on, uh, Charlene. Uh, uh, folks, we have one more commenter. Three three zero. You're on the line.
2: Hello, Charlene.
1: Uh huh. Go ahead.
2: Uh, yeah, this is Richard. Uh, you know, one thing that everybody's kind of missing out is the fact that uh, eight out of ten Vietnam veterans were drafted. We had no constitutional rights when we mm-hmm. went into service. No matter what we did or what we said or attempted to stand up for, we were threatened with dishonorable discharges, we were taken in the back, we were beaten. Mm A number of things that was so filthy about our government. And, you know, I hate to say it, I don't think it's any better now than what it was back then. And
0: I
1: think it's important
0: for groups like mine to say, you know what, we appreciate the service that you gave and that we haven't forgotten you, and we really do appreciate you. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, Okay, folks. Um, we have
1: a, a a minute and a half left. Um, Charlene, can you tell us of your website?
0: Yeah, it's www.owfinc.org.
1: Okay, and um, folks, I believe I have that on our on our blurbium, but just say it once. M- we just say it once more. www.owfinc.org
0: i n c dot org
1: um okay and um folks we are running out of time um thank charlene, you so much for I'd your like time to- i appreciate thank it Irene. yes and thank you for coming on
2: good night um,
1: good night reuben yes.
2: <laughs>
1: and good luck uh, you're charlene you're always welcome back thank you um, so much and i uh, Ruben, do you want to do the closure this time?
2: Sir, I Mm -hmm. I definitely, um, after watching the the debate last week, the Democratic debate, I came to the conclusion that we cannot afford to have another Democrat in the the White House. It has been such a, this country has been transformed. The transformation has occurred, and we cannot allow this to continue. That's the reason 2016 is a critical point in the life, in the future of our country. So we need to take care of electing the right candidate and the right party to take us into a brighter future. Good night.
1: Absolutely, and amen. Uh, Okay, (laughs) folks, until next Tuesday, Um, have a good night.
2: All right, have a good night, Doreen.